Screens on Screens. Hey, everybody. It's a bonus edition of Screens on Screens on Screens. Screens on Screens on Screens. I'm Jay. I'm Mary. Guess what we're talking about today? Uh, shoes. We're talking about <laughs> the Oscar nominations, the 2023 Academy Award nominations. Oh, I feel like we should have a fanfare, but we do not do sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what sound that would be good. <laughs> or do 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 all right because <laughs> that's like an entertaining hit yeah <laughs> that's entertainment oh god remember those yeah. oh so great all right here and we are we're gonna start we're just gonna dive right in and we're gonna we talk about the big Awards, not the little ones like best yeah. visual effects or best. No, those are cool too. Like yeah. I really respect those people, but we we do not throw any shade on any talented person that gets to work in the industry that That's we adore. Right. But we don't want to talk about names and movies that you guys have no That's idea what right. we're talking about. Yeah, we're kind of like the everyday man podcast, <laughs> right? Or the every woman midbrow. Midbrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. we're lowbrow. That was very. <laughs> was no, I think you. we're mid. I think we're mid. Okay. I really do. Okay. We're not mid. We're midbrow. There's it's, a difference. It's a I think we're excellent. Oh. I think we're excellent. <laughs> we're just excellent yeah. in the midbrow yes. category. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Shoot high. Shoot for the stars, Jay. <laughs> All right. So I guess I can start, right? Sure. Best original screenplay. Now, we mm-hmm. like to talk about screenplays because we love writing. Yes. And we've got five, count them five. And that's enough. <laughs> I know. It should all be five, really. Yeah. Um, nominees. We have The Banshees of Inna Sharon, written by Martin McDonough. Oh, nice Italian boy. <laughs> Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, written by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Scheinert? The two Daniels, they call them. Yeah. The Fablemans, written by Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner. Now, Tony Kushner, you'll know him. Angels in America. Angels in America. He is a famous American playwright. He'll probably go down in history as one of the best playwrights the world has ever known. That is correct. Uh, Tar, written by Todd Field. And Triangle of Sadness, which is a movie that keeps being brought up that I need to get on my radar, written by Ruben Ostland. The title do you know anything of, about I do. Triangle of Sadness? I immediately think of it as being like just one of the greatest titles ever because I feel like there's seven jokes before right. you even start. Yeah. But it's about models. Okay, yeah. So then it's, it's supposed to be a comedy, so yeah. it's nothing dark and depressing. No, but the title's great, yeah. Triangle of Sadness. I don't know a lot about it. I have not seen it, but I do know yeah. it's about models. I can share that with you. Well, the next time we talk about the Oscars, it'll be right around the Oscars because we're going to be predicting. We're going to be competing against each other. The the person who gets the most wins right. uh, gets the prize of being the best. <laughs> There's yes. no real prize. There's no monetary prize. Right. But we're revisiting the Oscars and we're going to know a lot more because we're going to be watching a lot of movies in between now and then. Well, and so. It will be televised March 12th because it is the most uh, wonderful season yes. of the year. It is award season. Yeah. And we're, we're right it's in the thick of it. It's kind of late this year. It is. They're getting further and further back. Yeah. They used to be done right by now. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's fun is that it's actually March 12th. They're going to televise it and have the awards. Yes. So we have plenty of time. But yes. there's so many award shows going on and they're all kind of in the same running pack. Uh-huh. But there's a yeah. few ahead and a few behind. Right. Yeah. And a few that didn't make but it to the But this is the, this is uh, the big game. Yeah. This is the big one. Yeah. This is the big show like in baseball. The big show. But who do you, uh, who, we're not going to do predictions now? We're not going to do predictions now. I can just say that I've seen two of the movies so far. Oh, I've Both seen four. 
Of course you're ahead of I'm me. I'm showing off. Um, but yeah, I saw Banshees and Everything Everywhere all at once. Of course they deserve to be in this category, yeah. 100%. And I'm sure the other ones do too. So uh, I'll wait and see on that because I, I yeah. have to watch the others. And what's going to happen is you and I are going to watch a lot more movies and mm-hmm. then we're going to sp- make our um, guesses based on what we know then. And mm-hmm. it's fun because we're going to get to see – how we feel today is going to be totally different from how we Absolutely, feel then. Absolutely, because we're yeah. going to know everything we need to know and our predictions are going to have some weight to them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the, the st- stakes will be higher for us. <laughs> well, and hopefully I'll remember stuff because <laughs> yes. I've already seen a few. And yes. now we come to the next category of best adapted screenplay. Mm. We got all quiet on the Western Front screenplay by Edward Berger, Leslie Patterson, and Ian Stokel. Mm-hmm. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, written by Ryan Johnson. He's a I keep busy calling guy. Him Ryan. It's Ryan because it's oh. R I A N. Oh, gosh. We're going to have to look that up because I really don't know. No, I just went with them. I could really be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, I've been wrong many times. (laughs) No, not you. Oh, I'm going to mess up the next one. (laughs) Bill Conti. All right. Oh, never going to live that down. (laughs) Well, yeah. Look, go back and listen to the rest of the episodes. I don't know why you don't get that joke. (laughs) Living, written by... mm, Kazuo... Kazuo. Ishiguro. Ishiguro, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, Top Gun Maverick adapted. Can you imagine? And we could have pretend that was I'm a book. I'm sorry. I, I have to stop you right now. <laughs> Whoever put Top Gun Maverick in this category needs to die. Well, it's, it took three people. Oh, I'm sorry. It took three people to write the screenplay and two to write the story. Adapted from what? I'm sorry, but the screenplay was the worst part of this film. The, the first few yeah. lines made me hang my head. I, I have a lot of Why are they family. doing this? Like, I, I just yeah. kind of feel like there's gaming going on, but whatever. Five people. Five, Five people. people. <laughs> Shockingly all men. Five people it took to write this. What's next? <laughs> A movie that you would think it would take a lot of people to write, but it only took one person. <laughs> Women Talking, screenplay oh. by Sarah Pauling. Oh, gosh. We both have very strong feelings about this movie, oh, and it's pretty gosh. freshly watched by both of us. Oh, but my you're going to have to wait for this. This screenplay deserves mm. to be in the top five. I'll just say that and leave it at that. All right. It, it, it's, it's a philosophical dissertation. Yeah. And then they say the words out loud for us. I'm sorry, it's but. Beautiful. Man, oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Best supporting actress. We're getting Ooh. into the big, big time here. I smell meat. Okay. So we've got Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. All She's bad. one of the fam- favorites, I think. All hail. Yeah. Now, she won the uh, Golden Globe, and she is. Um, yes. She's also, I believe, up for a Screen Actors Guild, and I'm not sure if she won the Critics' Choice, but she should have. I don't have that in front and of me. And I have to say, because with the Oscars, you do have to think about the past, because that kind of informs who might win. Yeah. Angela Bassett was nominated way back when for What's Love Got to Do With It Hell for an Oscar. She didn't win. She did win the Golden Globe for it that year, though, but wow. she did not win the Oscar. Ugh. So a lot of people are saying, hey, this is her chance yeah. to win the Oscar. Uh, we've got Hung Chow from the movie The Whale, okay. another movie that I need to open up because I don't know much about it. Same. Kerry Kong Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin. Delightful. She was great. Loved she was her. great. Great character. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Very good turn by her. Um, Unrecognizable. And this is going to be a horse race because Jamie Lee has never been nominated. Oh. And of course, because she's never been nominated. Hollywood's won. daughter was never nominated? Right. But let's look at what she's been in. 
Friday the 13th, 25. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a Fish Called Wanda in the 80s. She's been in Tony um, Curtis and Janet Lee too. Yeah, I mean. Those parents. She hasn't been in really super high profile films, I would no. say. But. Well, she did that fitness one. It wasn't a fitness one. It was a fitness scene <laughs> in Saturday Night Fever 2, I want to say. That one Staying day, Alive. The most the uncomfortable. movie Staying Alive. Uncomfortable exercising scene ever. It was terrible. Oh, just was, watching that scene really made me go, no, don't stop. No, but just stop, please. True lies. True lies. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. She should have gotten nominated for this. Shut up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, here's the reason why it's going to be, because I kind of feel like people have the sentimental feeling for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. She's never been nominated before. Yes. And they might feel, hey, you know, she's up there in age now. Let's give it to her. I don't know. Because- Stephanie Sue. Oh. We love her. She, everything, everywhere, all at once. She played the daughter. I just love her to death. Loved yeah. her from yeah. the first time I laid eyes on her. She's going places. I don't think she's going to win. Her character has a beautiful arc in the yes. movie. I don't think she's going to win. I don't think it's her, her time to win. No, well, I, I I would like it to go to Angela Bassett. But, yeah, uh, I, I think Angela Bassett deserves yeah. it. She has a huge body of work. Yeah, She's excellent in everything she does. She's our queen. She's our queen, <laughs> yes. So she should definitely win it. I'm going to look at the other performances. I did see Carrie Condon. She's serviceable. I don't think she's really in the running for it. I saw Jamie Lee. The other two I have, or Stephanie Sue I have. I just yeah. haven't seen Hong Chow yet. No. But yeah, Angela Bassett is where I'm putting my check mark probably. So yeah, I think so okay. too. We got Best Supporting Actor. This is a big deal. Brendan Gleeson from the Banshees of Inishir, and that was the friend. I like you, Brendan. Yes. He was great. The Although, friend. Uh, he's less of a man. The friend who's a little extreme. A little extreme. Yeah. A little, <laughs> a little did, extreme. Did some, you know, said some metaphorical stuff and then made it real. Yeah. So that was a little weird. Um, Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway. Paper yes. boy. Paper, paper boy, boy from Atlanta. I'm like, dude, I need to see Causeway because you're being nominated for an Oscar, man. And isn't it, isn't it Jennifer on? Lawrence, though? I want to say it's Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Oh, is she? I know yeah. nothing about this movie. Oh, I, I, I got to open it up. I assume it's a causeway. I have no <laughs> information. I know one causeway, and I don't know how you could make a movie about it. I don't know. I just hope it's not disturbing, but I got to see. Brian well, Tyree it will be. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry <laughs> has recently been in Bullet Train. He's in a lot of things now. He was in uh, the Marvel movie The Eternals. He's been doing oh. a lot of things lately. He's great. He's a great he character. really is. He's 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 got a lot of range. I would he say he does. He can do stoic. Yeah. He can do wacky. Yeah, I love him. Uh, then we have Judd Hirsch. From Judd Hirsch, our whole childhood from Taxi, and he's in the Fablemans. And I always love Judd Hirsch in the Fablemans. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Judd Hirsch. Mm-hmm. And then you got Barry Keogh Keegan. Keegan, excuse Keegan. me. Yeah, thank you. It's spelled the Irish way. But it's I, Keegan. I do that every time. And let me tell you, from the Banshees of Inisherin, let me yeah. tell you, this kid, oh, and this he is, is a kid. This is the kid. He's good. Yeah. He really is. Oh, yeah. He. You feel mm, his pain in this movie. He played that part. Yeah, he did that. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. And Kihu Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Short Round. Yeah, short you round. all love him. You know him. He's the best. I love you, Short Round. Are you going to win this? That's the question. Is this your year? If he doesn't get the Oscar, he's already won a few, and you can tell he appreciates it. And he's not done. He's back now. He's back so now. So he's going to give us more. I actually don't think Brendan Gleeson will win it. I don't think Brian Tyree Henry will win it. I think this is his first nomination of many to come. Yeah. Uh, Judd Hirsch, oh, sentimental. Sentimental choice. It's good. you got to see it. 
Barry Keegan, again, just starting out. You just want to say his name because you know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Show it off. <laughs> um, Ki Huai Kwan deserves it. Could win. He played more than one role there, right? Oh, how yeah. many roles did he play in that movie? Yeah. I can't even count. Right. I love that movie. Me too. It's my favorite. That movie the, needs yeah. to win best, best Picture, but we're not there yet. So. No, we have things to do. All right. Next. Best Lead Actress. Oh, my favorite category. All right. We've got Kate Blanchett and Tar. Mm. Now, Kate Blanchett can do no wrong. I mean, let's just be honest in everything she does. This woman has two Oscars already. Carol and? One was for the Woody Allen thing she did. Jasmine. Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Yeah. Oh. And the other one was probably Carol. I think it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm... She deserved one for Elizabeth when she was first starting out. She got screwed that year. You're forgetting Ocean's 8. <laughs> You're forgetting Thor, Ragnarok, oh or whatever. Oh, my God. She um, was so good in that. And she was also in Lord of the Rings. I mean, she can do anything, yeah. basically. Yeah. But her yeah. serious movies are always on point. She's amazing. But she's got two already. Sorry, Kate. Step aside. Oh, <laughs> I do love her. Anna de Armas, blonde. Um, mm. Didn't watch the movie. Will not watch the movie. Sure, she probably did a good job. I don't think that that movie should be honored in any way, shape, or form. I watched it so you don't have to, and I recommend you yeah. do not watch it. It's super upsetting. Yeah. And, uh, my nephew reminded me as I was going to watch it. He said, enjoy those nightmares because yeah. he knew when I watched yeah. it. it I mean, well. this is a fictional account of the Marilyn horrible. Monroe, her yeah. life, and they actually made the fictional account worse than a real life. Yeah, they and did. And for what reason? Joyce Carol Oates needed money. As as Cardi B would say, what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> okay. I love Cardi um, B. Andrea Riseborough to Leslie. This is a controversial, yeah, nomin- Why? nominee. Why? Because the people who did that movie, which is an independent film that most people don't know exists. I watched it last night. Okay. I'm glad. Yes. But you're the only one. <laughs> no, I'm, my nephew watched it. Two people watched okay, it. Okay, you, you two people watched it. Okay. <laughs> I never heard of it. Right. Nothing. No one has. No campaign. And here's the thing. That's the controversy. There was no campaign. No one involved in that movie did any of the protocol. They didn't campaign or whatever. And it turns out that a few people in the Academy who know them or whatever decided that they were going to pull strings. And now they're they're nominated. Oh, I hate that. And now this woman is nominated, taking a spot away from maybe someone like Viola Davis. Oh, oh. there's a whole article written oh, about this. Okay, you know. Yeah. So it's called yeah. "To Leslie." I will watch it just to see what all the fuss is about. But um, it's uh, it's an incredible it's an incredible portrayal. Okay. It really is, but like you just said, yikes. Yeah. But also that's interesting because I was watching the opening credits and they. Listed Mark Marin, the comedian uh-huh. and podcaster and uh-huh. now actor. Uh-huh. He's a good actor. And though. the producers, and he is a great actor. And then when he showed up in the movie and ended up being my favorite part of the movie, yeah. I thought, where's his nomination? He's really a good actor. He was in um, Ligorous Pizza, remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the wrestling TV show about uh, Glow. Oh, right. Glow. He was in Glow. Absolutely. Yeah. Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. Haven't seen the movie yet. Don't know if she's. All that great shakes. It's fine. It's okay. Serviceable. If there was nothing else this year, I'd be like, that was good. Right, yeah. I think I've seen this betrayal before. Right. And then we have Michelle Yeoh. Hello. And she probably makes all of the controversy about to Leslie Moot because she's probably going to win. Yeah, because if we feel 
Kate, you got your due. Go sit down. Kate um, has two. Yeah, it's very hard to get three. You guys see, you got to see, you got to see the Leslie. Once you see two Leslie, we'll talk again. Okay, but, but Michelle, still, even Michelle, if she's great, I want Michelle. Even to if get she's it. great, we want Michelle to get it. And plus, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So follow the rules. <laughs> I understand. After this message, we'll be right back. Hello, bro. This English accent is here to lend much-needed respectability and sophistication to this shite podcast, isn't it? If you've got any questions or suggestions for a podcast episode, contact these birds at screensonscreensonscreens at gmail.com. One more time, just for your little ears, that's screensonscreensonscreens at gmail.com. I'm doing this for free, damn it. Hey, it's all right, isn't it? Screens on screens on screens. Oh, best lead actor. Okay. Yeah. Austin Butler is Elvis and he remains. He Elvis. remains Elvis. He's gonna be Elvis for the rest of his life. He's stuck. Somebody hit him in the head. Knock him back. I guess you could be worse things than Elvis. Does he yeah. know how to dance like Elvis is the question. I have to watch the movie to find out. He does. <laughs> There's this one move Elvis did that I always thought was so cool. He he's kinda like he he pushed it even further. <laughs> It's it's an interesting movie. I guess he'll get girls at least. If he has to be Elvis for the rest of his life. And boys. <laughs> if he has to be Elvis yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, I don't know his particular deal, but I know this movie made me Google as soon as it ended. Was Elvis bisexual? And oh, really? It's not Is that how they were traded in the movie? Not at all, but it's oh. the read I got because I tend to always have my <laughs> ear up like, hey, wait a minute. It's just the way he was portrayed and certain situations, but it was not. It was, Maybe it was the way Austin Butler looked or it's something. It's subtext. It's super, super subtext. It's not there. It's like I'll watch it and I'll see. Yeah. But I, I look forward to that. Colin yeah. Farrell. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Banshee's of Industry. Love Colin Farrell. <laughs> I only love him now. I didn't love him when he was younger. I thought he was just a jerk. He's matured into a... He's matured, yeah. And he's Irish. He's matured into an old jerk. No. <laughs> yeah. He checks all the boxes. Brendan Fraser puts on a fat suit and gains 300 pounds. I could do that. <laughs> I mean, I saw a clip of, of him. The whale. I kind of feel like he should win. I saw a clip. Okay. And then we got Paul Mezcal from After Sun, and I'm just going to say, I don't excuse know what me, what? Is. I got nothing. I'm Bill Nye from Living. I love I Bill love Nye. I love Bill Nye. He's wonderful. He's been around for a thousand years, but he can win yes. a BAFTA. He doesn't need one of ours. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in but my But I'm telling you, Brendan Fraser, after seeing that clip, clip, I was like, dude, um, right. you should win. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. We'll see. All right. Best director. Best director. Martin McDonough. The Banshees of Inisherin. Irish. <laughs> Daniel Kwan. Daniel Shiner. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Love it. Steven Spielberg, The Fableman. Still have to see that. Can't judge yet. Yeah. Todd Field Tar. Yeah. Ruben Ostland. Triangle of Sadness. I just feel like there's so many jokes. Just if, to- I can, <laughs> if I can just talk about this as a horse race, I think Steven Spielberg has enough Oscars mm-hmm. probably out of the running. I think he has a lifetime one. Does he? So he's, he's got he's a got, lifetime one that covers a everything. lifetime one from the Globes the other day. He's got one for Saving Private Ryan. No, he didn't. That was an award. Never mind. Go okay. He's got one for, maybe it was Bill Conti. He's got one from Saving Private Ryan. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> He's got one for Schindler's List. Oh. He might have three. I, I, I have lost count. But I remember the days when he, they wished he'd get one, but because his movies were action movies, they wouldn't give him one. Now we're so far past that. I kind of it's feel like, like enough. <laughs> from the very beginning, he was doing really good work. 
you know. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. So the other ones, you know, the Daniels, they could definitely walk away with it. If that's, it was a very innovative, intricate film. So it has to get best editing. If oh, else. 100%. 100%. But it's very innovative. It's not, it's not like anything we've seen before. No. So I think it should be rewarded for that. I agree. Mm-hmm. So that's best director and we did best screenplay and we did the acting roles. The best picture category goes to the producers. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> to me. It is weird. It is weird. But I, I kind of feel like, oh, I don't know. I think it's weird. I like when it's like the ensemble. I enjoy yeah, that. I mean, they all go up on stage together when they win, but it's they just do. the producers who get it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of funny to see, oh, the money people get the most important award. Right. But, I think if yeah. you're directing, you should probably be one of the producers, too. Yes. Yeah. That's very smart. Now, this has 17, uh, 18 <laughs> films. It, it looks like it has 85 it has too many. One, two, three, four, it's ten, five, I think. six, seven, eight. It's ten. Yeah. Ten. That's a lot. That's a but lot. If you're not it's break too out much. You know what it is? Drama. It's throwing people bones. I mean, yeah. don't throw people bones. Just have courage. Yeah. And pick five. I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first film listed in Best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, that is a film that has been nominated in foreign language categories. Right. So when you do things like this, it makes right. me confused. And you know what else? I don't want to watch that. I'm not going to watch it. It was a what book. happens to the to the guy. I, I can't. It's not a yeah. It's not a good story. No. So let's. You want to do every other one since sure. there's so many. So you got all quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. All right. Avatar: The Way of Water. James Cameron and John Landau producers. Mm-hmm. Of course, James Cameron being the director. Um. So he'll he if he wins. Yeah. If they win, he'll get the award too. Yeah. But he's not going to win. And John um, Landau. That name goes back to yeah. The- <laughs> he's not going to win. No. Um, I haven't seen the film, but it doesn't matter because it's just not going to happen. No. The Banshees of Inisherin, it deserves a nomination for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going next. It's fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you like to say the Irish words. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Broadbent, Pete Cernan, and Martin McDonough. Uh, again, the director, Martin McDonough, is in the producers. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it deserves a nominee. Yeah. It does. And I didn't say the producer's name from All Quiet on the Western Front because yeah. I'm going to say it wrong because it's not <laughs> Irish. It's, it's only one name. Malty Grun- Grunert. Grunert. And he's mm-hmm. the producer. Then we've got just a pile of people who oh produced my God, Elvis. So many. Baz Luhrmann, smart man, right? Yeah. Director is also producer. Yes. Catherine Martin, very not the Catherine Martin you're thinking of from Second City. <laughs> Gail Berman, no idea. Patrick McCormick, Shiler Weiss, they're the producers. But Elvis. You, you got to consider how biopics are treated these days. They used yeah. to be shunned and now they're awarded. Yeah, I kind of I'm thinking about the horse race now because I haven't seen it yet. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. But I kind of don't see Elvis winning. No, I no. think this. I think this is the year for everything everywhere all at once. I think that this is that year. I think they have the most nominations. Yeah, they as do. Well, so. And that's the next one. Everything everywhere all at once. Daniel Kwan, Daniel Shiner and Jonathan Wang producers. Yeah. And then you've got the Fablemans, Christy Macasco, Macasco Krieger, Krieger. Yeah. Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner are the producers of the Good Fablemans. Good for you, Tony. Tony's uh, one of the producers. I, I, they're smart when they get in there. I love that. That is so, I love Tony Kushner. He's so yeah. New York and just such a good writer. He's bringing to light the stories people don't want to see. I know. I just love him so much. And He's if great. you've never seen Angels in, Angels in America, it's on HBO. It is. It's not what you're going to expect. It is hard to describe and express how 
touching it is and how riveting it is. I mean, it just, it makes your brain different. It, it, yeah. it shifts your paradigm. It changes everything. Yeah, it, it does. It, it was, I, when I saw it, it was at a time when I needed that. Right. And it helped. And it's stacked. Start. It is stacked. Meryl Streep. It has Meryl angel. Streep. It has um, Emma uh not Emma Watson, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. It has Meryl Streep playing uh, a rabbi, a male rabbi. Oh. Oh, yeah. They they that. had these actors playing different parts sometimes, like female, male. Yeah. Um, really. And, and that is definitely, you can see his play background because that's what they do in plays, you know. They they do all these really artful, innovative things. Yeah. And um, oh, it is so innovative. It's anyway, an we're digressing, thing. I guess. But That's the... Fablemans. Next is Tar. Todd Field, Alexandra Milkan, and Scott Lambert are the producers. producers. Now, Tar, Tar is going to be, I need everyone to go see Tar, and you're going to be mad at me, but I'm not going to make you watch Blonde, but I would like you to see Tar. <laughs> I'm going to see Tar, for yes. sure. Yeah. And, and there's I think no... you can get it, just in a, as an aside, yeah. on Where? on um, Amazon Prime for five ninety nine. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's it's interesting to see this. Uh, I do have a lot to say about it. Mm. I would like to just say seeing a film like this reminds me that we didn't think about things like, gee, she seems kind of manly. If you watch this movie and it was a man in the role, mm-hmm. it would have been an interesting portrayal of this guy. Mm-hmm. Because it's a woman in the role, mm-hmm. it's different. It mm-hmm. makes it like, ooh, this monster. <laughs> you know? Really, I can't I can't wait to hear what you have to say about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch it uh, very imminently. Yeah. Yes. Top Gun, Maverick, no, no. Boo, Hiss. How do you get that movie into Best Picture? How? You just can't. It's impossible. I don't know what they did to get it in there. It just isn't. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't. I watched it and I didn't watch I don't understand. Last, I didn't watch the last half hour the first time I watched it and people were like, what are you doing? It's just like, so crazy. It's not. Anyway. It's not for everybody. Ugh. Triangle of Sadness. Eric Hemendorf. It's a great name. And Philip Bobber? Yeah. Is it Producers. Felipe. It's about, Felipe Boba. It's about models. We'll know more later. We'll and know more later. We're gonna we're gonna one? guys, we're gonna look at these obscure ones for you. Oh, I'm very happy know. about the producers of the next one. Oh, well women talking. Oh my god, women talking. Yeah. Dee Gardner, Jeremy Kleiner, and Francis McDormand producers. How about that? Yes, Sarah Polly. Why aren't you in this list? Why aren't you one of the producers? She wrote it. She wrote it. She directed it. Yeah. She is amazing. Her ability to communicate an idea Mm -hmm. and really explain it to you in a way that's easy to understand for everybody in an empathetic way is beautiful. The, The writing of the dialogue is amazing, but the fact that she put in glances... Yeah. To as responses at times. Yeah. Uh, Roni Mara is asked something her character and she would smile and that would be her yeah. response. I she heard more words in, in her smile than I would hear in other yeah. movies entire scripts. Yeah. She uh, the mind the mind was blown watching that movie. Absolutely. I can't wait to watch it again. Absolutely. Um I feel that the movie is getting snubbed. They threw it into the best picture category. Yeah. I don't see it anywhere else. They should have changed the title. Change the title. Yeah. You don't want anything called women talking. Yeah, they're going to run. They're going to be the called street. men talking. Yes. Oh, we're, it's for best lead actor, best, you know. It's just like men are awesome. If they named it men are awesome, people would have watched it. They called it women talking. Men are like, no, I'm not going to that. They're going to put the flag higher. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's a private joke. That's a private joke. Oh, and it's a good um, one, too. So, yeah, th- those are the nominations. I'm very excited. I haven't been this excited in years about the Oscars. Well, this is why I'm excited. I'm excited because you and I are going to be giving our predictions. We're going yeah. to watch everything that we can watch. Yeah. We're going to give our predictions. Yeah. And so it's going to be fun. You know, oh, yeah. there's going to be something at stake there. Yeah. But um, maybe we'll we'll shoot you guys a ballot. Maybe we'll Ooh. attach it to our Spotify or something. Engage with us, friends. <laughs> Let us know what you think and yes. who you think got snubbed even, you know. Uh, who got snubbed this year? Um, I don't well, know. Viola Davis got snubbed. Viola Davis got snubbed, yeah. A few other people got snubbed. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk about the snubs next time, too. I'm excited. There's yeah. so much to discuss. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank We're you. We're out. Bye. Bye.